Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Clearing. Well, Enrique Alvarez Clary is here, better known as Rico. I am joining you live from the Blur Party's tailgate down here in Omaha as we've got the Cosworth Series taking place a block away from us. And I am not joined by Bach as he is helping out with that. I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the boss, the big dog, Derek Pearson. Bach lost facial hair. What's going on, man? <laughs> you got a little, a little taller. What happened? Little, little, got got a nice tan. It's all what good. What happened, Bach? He's like, he's, hey, hey, he's doing his own thing. Live your life, man. He's, this is what happens. Live he, your uh, life. He, he gets out there and he just lets loose and and he's like, look, I'm just running around. I don't. I actually don't know exactly what he's doing. I just know he's working working the College World Series and doing his thing out there. I don't um, know. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't, don't know what he does. Bach is a very mysterious person. Like I've said to Nick multiple times, I've worked with him for, I don't know, maybe five years on and off, and I barely know him. Who is more mysterious, Chris Raff or Jake Bacco? Ooh. Like, we know so little about About them. both of them. Right? Like, yeah. they're around all the time. They're almost like the same person. They're though. around people the same. Uh-huh. But we know nothing about them. They both know, like, a lot of people for some strange reason. Right? Just random. Like, hey. they knew some pretty popular people, some pretty, right. pretty important people. And it's right. like, how do you know this person? It's like, yeah. oh, I ran into him once in a, in a bathroom in a hotel one time, yeah. and we became which best friends. Which you always go, well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we became friends. That, I don't know. That's weird. That's a, an interesting Just meeting. weird stuff. But, uh, no, this is the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Again, we're live from the Blur Party's tailgate out at the Hilton Omaha in Omaha, Nebraska. The College World Series taking place. Game one starts, well, our pregame on 93.7 The Ticket starts at 1240, so we will be taking you up until then. The first game will start at 1 o'clock, and that will be TCU and Oral Roberts, uh, followed by LSU and Tennessee. We'll get you a little bit of our coverage in between there as well. But, uh, DP, I wanted to mention something because everybody's talking about all the football commits because, you know, people are committing now and the recruiting period is open and there's no more dead period. There's also another recruiting period that opened, and that is volleyball. And Nebraska volleyball, as is expected, is kind of out here doing their thing. They got three commits over the weekend and, and a portion of last week as well uh, from the number five overall, number 36, and number six overall players in the country. Let, let, say those numbers again just for point of reference. Number five, number six, and number 36 overall players in the country. Now, overall athletes for volleyball in the country. What would happen if Nebraska football, basketball, or baseball ever garnered that level of success in the top ten of recruits in the country? Well, it would what, go wild. What would happen? This place would go wild. Lincoln, like we, Lincoln, we, would, Lincoln would, would self-destruct. If you got the number six overall player, and mind you, mind you, the number five overall athlete, Campbell Flynn, is a six-foot-two setter out of Oakland Charter Township, Michigan. Different. And she's the number one setter in the class of 2025, which means... Nebraska volleyball will get 
three of the number one setters in the past five years. Back to back to back, you've done well, right? So it was two years ago, they yeah. got Kennedy Orr. Yeah. This last recruiting class, they got Bergen Riley. And in two recruiting classes, they will get Campbell Flint. So I guess three out of the last six number one setters in the country we're going to call we'll that back Nebraska. to back to back just because. Why not? Because I mean, we like it's, saying I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. We like saying that it. It doesn't I, happen. I, they've had three back to back to back number one overall classes. What is it? Have we figured out what that is? What is it that, that, that's happening under John, John Cook that, I mean, winning is the, is the ultimate it's, answer. It's, yeah, it's the top winning of the top. Winning is but the they ultimate answer. But they haven't won a national title since 27. But, but, I'm going to be wrong. But if that's people chicken are gonna, or egg. Yeah. Are you winning games because of your recruits and your talent? Are you getting the talent? Or are you getting the talent because you've won at the level that you've won? And I think some of it should be we, we should look into it. Like we should mm -hmm. dive deep because is it John Cook and his coaching staff? Is it the resources? Is it playing uh, in a, at the Devaney Center where things sell and it's full? Mm -hmm. Is it the fan base and the way it responds to, to not only the volleyball team as as a team, but the young ladies as well. NIL, where what's the impact? Yeah. What does it mean? Does it change the way conversations are had and business are done in Nebraska when it comes to, to women athletics? Is that important? Is that a thing? Uh, then sustaining that over over years and in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah. Like one you're the, doing it in the in, 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 I mean, one of if not the sharks, hardest. Right? volleyball conference in the nation i want to i want to say it's i keep spelling this wrong for whatever reason i want to say that it's more coaching than it is the recruits because if you look at the coaching tree that is that is branched off from john cook yeah. you look at where some of these people have landed and they're not traditional volleyball powers but they're not slouches either but um, Kentucky's volleyball coach, which I cannot remember his name for the life of me. I believe it's Craig, and I can't remember his last name. He is he, – he won a national title with Kentucky in 2021, I believe, because 2020 it got – or no, maybe it was 2020. Um, and it was the first SEC volleyball national championship ever. The SEC had not won a volleyball national championship until Kentucky had won it. They weren't the first to make the finals, as Florida has done it multiple times and other schools have done it, but they were the first to win that. And it's not like Kentucky was devoid of talent, but they weren't they weren't a team that was making noise in the NCAA tournament before he got there. You look at uh, Kayla Banworth, who has now moved on from Ole Miss. Um, that program, when she took over in that first year, won, I think, five matches. And then the next season, they were in the NCAA tournament. There is... A method to the madness. What 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 I love in this is that it fully discloses that in a major program, a major sport, a revenue sport, that you can have success in Nebraska. Like that continually feeds this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then I would ask, if you're managing to recruit three top ten athletes to your program, and it's not like this is the first time you've done it. No. And you're doing it without NIL being the, the, the main driving yeah, force you were, for you it. were doing this before NIL was even. You were doing this before. And then I asked the question, what does it do to NIL? Because in order to maintain that, mm -hmm. at some point somebody who is pursuing Nebraska volleyball is going to say, well, if they're not putting money 
into we their women's programs, we will. And it's so not they, like Nebraska isn't putting money into their women's well, programs. Well, they're part of the 1890. We know that. Mm-hmm. But then the question becomes, when it becomes an arms race at this level in women's athletics, Yes. And Nebraska is in the conversation now, right? Mm-hmm. Volleyball, top of the conversation. Track and field, top of the conversation. Bowling, top of the conversation. Uh, basketball, where you, you're, you're there. Softball, you're win- you, a year away from winning the Big Ten Conference. Mm-hmm. And you just brought home the best player in college softball. Yes. So you become not... The, the 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 chase you you're being chased now you are be, you have become the hunter you are no longer the hunted right you or no you are the you are the hunted well, you are no you're, longer the you're, hunter. you're close to becoming the standard yeah for how women's athletic business is being done and we don't know all the particulars on what those numbers are no but we should probably seek and pay attention to so kudos to J- to john cook and that staff jalen reyes specifically who goes out and he's out on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, we get our favorite text from, from Jalen letting you know, hey, I got another one. <laughs> uh, hey, I got I need another to get, one. I need to get in that group chat. I need to get in that text circle real well, fast. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And then, oh, by the way, in a month from now, you're going to play in front of a record crowd for women's volleyball. Possibly a world record crowd for just women's sports in general. Like, I... Nine, I think it's 91,280-something is the world record, and they were, last I checked, at 91, but that's without the box seating, and I don't know if it counts all of the – I think there's still some um, standing room only on the field available. Well, and they're still selling those, I believe. Yes, I text, believe that text they're still Text let us know if we're wrong, but I think they're still selling those. But it, 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 this only further engages us in that conversation. What is John Cook doing so well? Why are they choosing Nebraska? And then how do you maintain it? Why isn't it happening in other programs? Like, I need to, like, I need to know what are you doing mm-hmm. in baseball, basketball, football if you cannot accomplish what the women are accomplishing? Look, is it, has, is like, it, softball changes the game. Yeah. Look, for what volleyball does, it's its own universe. But softball just literally flipped college athletics and NIL and transfer portal on its ear. Mm-hmm. Like, it flipped it. It's upside-down world because none of the analytics other than home. Other than home. That's we it. really Home and an existing, right? You still know that Ronda Ravel has to be exceptional in order for that to be a thing you consider. Mm-hmm. So don't have the, the Jordy Ball conversation without giving kudos to Ronda Ravel and her staff. I mean, if it wasn't, because you could think about it this way, there's two other programs that are much closer to home for her where if it weren't for Ronda, if it weren't for Ronda and and for what Ronda Ravel has done with the Nebraska program, Jordy easily could have gone to UNO or Creighton. If they were were all the same, she could have easily gone to any of those. It's fantastic, right, that John Cook and and Jalen Reyes and that staff has figured out, one, how to curate these leaders into their program from an early age, a high school, maybe a middle school mm-hmm. age. These are co- these are high school sophomores committing right who now. Who come to camp when they're 12, 13, 14 years old, I mm-hmm. believe. They come to camp. They get to see the facility. They get to meet the stars that carry everything. They get to become 
consistent in their relationships and communications with the coaching staff. Mm -hmm. They get to come to a game and actually see themselves as a part of, 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 of the Husker volleyball program. That the same thing happens for, for softball. That the young ladies who play travel ball and, and, and elite softball in the state of Nebraska can now say, well, not only can we consider going to Nebraska, we can see ourselves at Nebraska, and then we can see ourselves in Jordy Ball. Mm-hmm. And we could do this together. Like, this is a person who came from where I came from. This is a person who played on the same club team that I played on. Shout out to Nebraska Gold for 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 having all of these crazy athletes. You look at Ruby Malin, I believe she also played for Nebraska Gold. And she's out there as a true freshman being the, being the ace for Washington Message. who made it to the Women's College World Series. Message. Uh, family legacy. For family, you know. When the family knows Nebraska athletics at a high level, I don't know. Uh, that's a name that's in the Nebraska Hall of Fame. Maybe. Right? So you, you actually understand that. As a matter of fact, you know, Dad was on the station a little bit ago uh, having conversations. To think that the women's athletic program programs, plural, mm-hmm. are doing what we wish the men's programs would do and they're doing it without the said resources that are the things of importance to do it. Doing like it without think, all the fanfare. Well, they're not get they're not getting like they're getting fanfare. Obviously, they're they're getting they're getting love, but they're not getting the same amount of love that that you know football or basketball or baseball gets. Like like I understand that volleyball is still very popular in this state, but if you take a volleyball put. Po- if you take a volleyball post where they sign the number one recruit in the nation, yeah. and you take a football post where they sign the number, let's go, 52 player in the nation. When have they? When was the last time they signed the I don't know. Team? I'm just throwing 52. Because if it was one, it's going to get obviously a bunch well, of just 52. It's getting more traction than the number one volleyball player in the nation What's the signing. highest ranked football player to commit to Nebraska in the last five years? Ooh. Like that's, but, but that's the. Would that's, it have been would it have been Wandale? He was top 150. I know Malachi was top 150. I don't know where he ended up. Right? Like, I think that's the conversation that needs to be had. In basketball, you, you at least see two names in the last, yep. you know, last four years. Uh, baseball. I, I, I would think Bryce Matthews and Max Anderson, but I'm not sure. I think it's Max. I that, think he was the highest rated. You, but you but, got he, a couple but who, didn't he commit somewhere else first? He was, so he was committed to Texas A&M. COVID right. hit, Texas A&M said they were keeping all their players, right. so he fell into the, and this isn't a slight to the Nebraska baseball coaching no. staff, he fell into their laps. Yeah. He's coming out of Millard West, he's going to A&M, we all know this. The he's, difference. He's, you know, he's, he's just a different player. They decide, hey, we're bringing all of these seniors back, we don't have room for you. He's like, okay, I'll just go home then. So we got a couple of, either Turner Corcoran or Thomas Fedoni, and I don't know that they're in the top 100 players in the country. Turner Corcoran, and Thomas Fedoni were almost five stars. Malachi was also almost. I, it's got to be one of those three. Right? And and think about it that way. That Nebraska volleyball is doing it consistently. Oh, yeah. That now Nebraska softball is in in the in the Sharks tank. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally jumped from the kiddie pool into the Sharks tank. Right away. Like, didn't, straight didn't take to a the beat. Deep end, didn't right? take a beat. Uh, I know that. Get this. I know for a fact that Nebraska bowling signed the number one high school bowler in the country. There you go. Like, and that's the second time in three years because Jillian Martin, mm-hmm. right? I, it, it may be three. 
and they're not doing it through NIL. They're not do- like this is what okay, this will get me. This will get me on a fire team. With that, that's that's winning. That's coaching. That's that's I, tradition. Like that's that's building upon everything that you've done. And then NIL is just also there as like a hey, you know, we've got this to give to. Here's a cookie. Like that's for the for especially for like bowling. I don't know how great the nil packages for bowling are but i mean, it's just hey you're fantastic here's what we can do for you here's how many national championships we've won here's our you know hall of fame coach or all of these amazing players who go on to play professional and here's a cookie of some nil money i, I think acres is is the top sponsor for nebraska bowling i'm not sure that if that's the case for nebraska basketball i'm pretty sure that I, well there may be a part of the conversation for softball uh, and volleyball but it's happening at Nebraska in the athletic department. And I'm just trying to just wrap my brain around why the the three top revenue sports can't figure out how to get that done at the level that the women are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a way. We know that there's a way to do it now. And it, it's not all about NIL. No. It's not. It, it's just not. No. And I think that the direction of resources let me ask you this question this is where folks a text line let me know that if you put an additional 10 percent of all nil money Mm -hmm. into the women's athletic program how many national championships do you win (laughs) Mm. if you added one more top tier nil athlete to every nebraska women's sport how many of the one you can see? I can about so, four or five of them went in the Big Ten conference. So I would say, let's. I mean, if we go by like season, I would say volleyball probably wins the Big Ten, and I mean they're you know national they're always there. National, probably national, they win the natty. Yeah, probably they win winning the natty. The natty. Uh, bowling wins the natty. Bowling wins the natty. Track and field wins the natty with one more sprinter that could run. Uh, I'd have to run two, three events. Well, she's. They the sprinter finished, and the relay. They finished what eighth this yeah, year? Yeah, sprinter. I can see them in the top three. I you need you need like they're gonna two, win it all. Rico. You need two more. They're gonna win it all. Well, look, if you're adding ten percent more, yeah, you need two that's more. Two more. You need two more who right. are in the top five in both of their events. Right. It's uh, just the points thing. You know. You know. If I don't you, need if to you added it. if you added one five star four star women's basketball player. You're in the tournament, and you're making it to at least the Elite Eight. Right. Uh, softball. Women's College Road Series. I don't know about Natty, but I would. if you add one more with Jordy, yeah, Natty. Gymnastics. You're in the top 18, top 15 now. You're making the. You're making nationals. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. so we can see that. Now, let's do that with basketball. Men's basketball? Yeah. I mean, you're making it. You're winning a game. Like you're getting that monkey off your like back. Like you hope, right? You're getting if you like you hope. Yeah, no. Baseball, <coughs> baseball. Let's say the uh, best. You make the you make the tournament. You probably does win the, the best Big baseball player in the country transferring Nebraska put them in the NCAA tournament. Who would be the best? Who's uh, uh, any, any, Wait, is it that LSU, any player from LSU or Virginia? That, is it the LSU outfielder or the shortstop? Either one Whichever from LSU one or Virginia. Either one of them. I would say you're you're in the tournament, probably making a super. If Caleb Williams becomes a Husker, does that do the Huskers win the Big Ten Conference? No. No. If they get Caleb Williams and Wisconsin's running back, do they win the Big Ten Conference? No. If they get the best offensive lineman, the best quarterback, and the best running back, 
do they win the Big Ten Conference? They're still not Ohio State or Michigan. They win the West. The West that won't exist anymore. Well, if you're we're just talking this year. Right. <laughs> we need one more. We need one more year. Yeah, one more year. That's like and if you're going to next year, and if you're going no divisions, and you're going all that stuff, then no, they don't. They, they I don't even, this. I don't the, know. The only program, the two programs that I can say that if you add, if you just took ten percent of all NIL money, you just had one more, and applied it to any other program other than the three major men's sports, that you would track and field, men's track and field, your national level, right? Your top ten wrestling, your I mean, you're already there, so yeah. You're in the top five now, helps. right? So that just gets you more you, points. So you yeah, feel, you're right there, right? Like you understand yeah. that you allow the narrative to put you in a weird place, and you could stick to just what you've done. But would you rather exist in a Nebraska athletic fandom where you're winning eleven Big Ten conference championships? And you're still who you are in football, but you're better in basketball, better in baseball. You, you're you a national championship level mm. in those six women's sports mm-hmm. and two other men's sports. Which that fandom? Sounds nice. That right, sounds nice. Right? Which, I mean. Everybody's, everybody wants football because it's the biggest of all of the sports. And you would take football being a national champion over everything else. Yeah. Right. You would, or would you? But if, but if, or you have, would you? But if you're national level in everything else, and you're not even the worst, you're middle of the pack. Like, let's say you're you're making a bowl game, but you're never competing for the top of the top in football. But you're always just you're always there. If you added five four star players to Nebraska football, I'm not sure you're up. You're you know in you, you that know you're you in the Ohio State. You're Wisconsin. No, you know what? You, you're Texas. That sounds way too right. You're Texas. They have five stars all over the field. When are they competing? When's the last time they competed for a national championship? I. It's fascinating to me. I. I because I was uh, I was on this panel this weekend, and they asked, literally asked that question, and I. And I asked them, "What would you rather be? Mm-hmm. Would you?" And they said, "Well, think about it. Alabama wins in football." And softball, and they're competitive in, in the other in, in the other sports. Mm-hmm. Nebraska has every resource to be national championship competitive in the 21-22 sports. In 12 of them, if you simply refocused 10% of your resources to them, yeah. If one and why wouldn't you choose that? If one big donor for football just decided to split up their money between the other sports yeah i will we'll have the text line the text line has they have a couple of really cool things rico let's get to those yeah <laughs> throw us a break let's get to those all right you're listening back. to ticket water cooler here on 93.7 ticket again we are live from the blur tailgate down here in omaha about a block away from t uh for, oh, almost called, from charles schwab field we'll be right back with the ticket water cooler <laughs>